back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Peak Endurance Podcast with your host, Isabel Ross. As a personal trainer, accredited endurance coach, and now podcast host, Isabel is bringing you the best advice, tips, and tricks for your health and athletics. Having had raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons, she's now brought all of her knowledge and brought it back to you so you can now be an expert. So sit back, relax, and the knowledge you'll receive will have you off to the races. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the interviews I put out in the last two episodes. But this week we are going back to the shorter episodes where I drop some information all about your training and running and those sorts of things. First of all, a bit of an update on my running. I'm hoping you want to hear it, but we'll see. Post-EU, I um, had surgery a few days later and I've had to recover from that, but I'm now back running at reduced kilometres as I ease back into it. I have Wandy Cross this week on Saturday. I'm doing the 42 kilometres, which should be awesome as it has around 3,220 metres climbing, give or take, and should be nice and muddy and wet and cold. I think I'll definitely be using the poles a bit that day. Ron and I are focusing on uh, running a few races just for fun for the next few months. So Wandy this week, although Ron wisely chose to do the 21K because who can blame him, (laughs) honestly. Then we are off to South Australia for the Ultra Adelaide 50k in early July and that should be well actually 53k I think it is that should be lots of fun I do love going to Adelaide and it's been a long time then in August we'll be doing the Wonderland 60k which is a rollover from last year and actually South Australia is a rollover too then in September we'll be doing the Sri Chinmoy 100k as part of our group that is logging kilometers for Run Against Violence which as you know I love to support every year we will also be surfing I did it. I can't believe I said surfing. Sweeping. Sweeping, not surfing. I can't surf. I've tried. We'll be sweeping the Surf Coast Trail Marathon in a couple of weeks too, as well as go in October. If you see me at any of these events, please do come up and say hello. No, thank you so much to the Pink Warrior S. I can't say that. I don't know why. Who gave the podcast five stars, thank you, and said, inspiring and insightful. New to the podcast, so binge listening and so many running secrets and strategies shared. Really enjoying listening to Isabel. She has so much knowledge and is super inspiring. I love her energy and expertise and how her love of all things running really shines. Thank you so much, Pink Warrioress. I don't know how to say it. I'm sorry. I do apologize. I appreciate your review. It was so wonderful to read it. I love reading reviews. Honestly, every time I get one, it makes my day. Now on to the main part of the pod. This week, I'll be talking to you about 10 of the runners, 10 of the mistakes that runners make. I'm having trouble today. I need another coffee, I think, and what you can do instead. Okay, mistake number one, going too fast in workouts. Going out too fast in a workout on your intervals changes the workout. You end up training the wrong muscle fibers, engaging the wrong energy systems and wiring the wrong neuromuscular pathways compared to what was planned for that run. I know it's tempting to run faster if you feel like you can, but each workout has a purpose or it should. There is a reason certain length intervals have certain paces. If you are using a properly planned program, and mine all come out with for the sessions with actual paces for the intervals, they'll be planned to build on each other progressively and to develop the muscles and energy systems in such a way to get you to your race in peak condition. If you change the paces and go hard, hard every time you run, you simply cannot expect the outcomes you desire. So run your workout paces at the paces 
that is set for you. Mistake number two, running every run, medium hard, and entering the old chestnut, the black hole of running. Some runners think they need to prove their fitness during every run. They run their easy runs too hard because a slow pace would be so embarrassing on Strava, right? Well, look, I do it all the time. My slow runs can be sometimes quite slow, especially when it's early in the morning and I'm waking up. But then they're too fatigued to excel during their hard sessions. This ends up with the athlete medium hard running all the time and getting no benefits from either their easy runs, which is for building mitochondria and just general fitness and time on feet, or from their workout, which is building muscle and specific energy systems. The moral here is run your easy runs easy. That means you can chat easily, hear that word all the time, with the person next to you without huffing and puffing and having to save up for it. Mistake number three, not doing any hard runs, all right? Although it is tempting as ultra runners to run lots of long, easy runs, this will not get you to your race in peak performance condition. This strategy will lead to the atrophy, the dying off, getting smaller, of the fast twitch muscle fibres, decreased nervous system efficiency, and the decreased ability to maintain race pace. So you do need to go hard sometimes. Properly planned and executed speed work will reverse and improve all of these factors. Okay, we will take a quick break here to thank our sponsors and hear from a happy coaching client. Isabel is an approachable, supportive and knowledgeable coach who has helped to take my running to the next level. Working through her program has me feeling more confident to achieve my running goals. I'm really enjoying the program she has set for me, working on strength and endurance. After being with Isabel for a few months now, I can see improvement in my running and overall strength. Isabel is supportive and helps to keep me accountable to stick to my training. Thanks, Isabel. So you like running, but you're feeling pain or irritation. You can't enjoy it like you once did. Or worse, your performance has taken a big hit. Now you're reminiscing on the good times or the wind blew past your ears. Nature looked lovely as you passed it. What are you waiting for? Go and visit the specialist at Health and High Performance. With the latest in technology and a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can help you with all your running injury and performance needs. Let's get you back to doing something you love with the results you're capable of. Head over to healthhp.com.au slash run, or you can find them on Instagram at Health High Performance. Health and High Performance are located in Mount Albert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. So contact them now on their website to find out more. No, mistake number four, not prioritizing recovery. I'm big on recovery. Athletes who run speed work sessions two days in a row on a regular basis, as a one-off, it might be okay, or a speed work session the day before a long run in the hills, which is basically having two big quality days back to back, damages muscle fibers and connective tissues, depletes fuel reserves and hormones, and fatigues the nervous system. Recovery takes time. And easy days, you've got to balance it out. It also takes nutrition. Those athletes who don't bother replenishing with protein and carbs, yes, protein as well, after sessions, leave themselves in a situation where they do not benefit from the run. And what a waste. The body needs fuel to repair and rejuvenate. I've heard some athletes saying eating is cheating. I'm sure you've all heard that one. And to be honest, 
This is so far from the truth, I can't even begin to believe that someone would say, you need and your body needs good quality nutrition to recover. I've been, you know, logging fairly big kilometres over the years and doing many big races over the years. I have longevity in this sport and I put that down to smart training and a big focus on nutrition and sleep. Eating quality food is my not-so-secret weapon. And, man, it's great to be eating. You don't need ice baths or compression boots or all that stuff, although it can be nice to do, nothing wrong with it. What you do need to recover is sleep and food and going easy on your easy day. That's it, simple and cheap. Mistake number five, monster workouts. Some runners believe that more is always better. More kilometres, more reps, more speed, more kudos for smashing it out in training. This ends up with the athlete having their race day performance out on the training roads or trails. Save the racing for race day. You should finish every run feeling like you could do more if you really wanted to. And sometimes you don't want to, and that's fine. But, you know, if you had to, you could. You could do one more rep for that session, one or two kilometres more on that long run. Running should not leave you feeling destroyed and wiped out after every run. More often than not, less is more. And that comes down to also running your workouts too hard, all right? So you should feel like you can do one more. Mistake number six, no adjustments. Many runners refuse to change a workout once it's started. But unpredictable variables like weather, general tiredness from life, allergies and so on can adversely affect your workout. Adjusting a workout on the fly allows you to still get some training benefits from the run without the risk of overtraining. For instance, if I head out the door and I'm feeling tired, you know, those days you're just dragging yourself around, I do have it in the back of my mind that I'll see how I'm go, I go, you know, if this is for a session. I start the intervals and if I can't hold the pace, I'll ease back a bit and just go, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll set a slightly lower pace. I'll go for the effort level. If I'm still not feeling good, I turn it into an easy run. In this way, I'm still getting a run in, but I'm not overtraining myself by forcing my body to push hard when it's tired. Obviously, something is going on. I may not know what it is, but you need to listen to your body. So, And that's how you dig a hole if you keep going that you can't get out of. If this is not a reason to take it easy on interval sessions uh, or turn every run into an easy run. This is where you need to be honest with yourself and really listen to your body. Is it laziness or tiredness talking to you? So be honest with yourself, but I'm sure it's it's just tiredness. Mistake number seven, buffet running. Remember those all-you-can-eat buffets? I do them. Wow, I did love them. Being able to pick and choose whatever foods I wanted and all of them, basically. However, this is not a good strategy for building your running program. Some have uh, athletes, there's no age there, hear about or see on Strava what other runners are doing for workouts or long runs and figure they should do the same. This leads to a very random approach to workouts and, and long runs that neither progresses the athlete nor builds on previous work. It is also a surefire recipe for heading into overtraining as they try to do workouts that are suiting someone else, maybe really well, but not necessarily themselves. So stick to what works for you. Find a program and stick to it. Mistake number eight, sticking to what worked before. This is where athletes cling to old training programs regardless of results or because it worked once, they just keep doing it year after year after year. Things change, your body, your fitness, your experience, your age, believe you me. What worked last year may not work this year. Also, the body loves to reach a state of homeostasis. 
um, you know, where it, everything stays the same. Sometimes you need to provide the body with a different stimulus if you want it to improve. So different kinds of workouts. Mistake number nine, we're nearly there. Athletes pretending injuries won't happen to them. We're, we're all a bit in that world. Studies confirm that anywhere from 50 to 80% of runners will get injured in any given year. Even if they have a coach, human bodies are human bodies after all. Some athletes figure it won't happen to them. And it's not that a conscious thought, I think, but they just, it kind of, it becomes a feeling. So they don't need, so they think they don't need to do things like rolling, mobility, stretching, or getting regular massages. But I'm here to tell you that you need to do these things to prevent injury. It's called prehab. Also, staying hydrated and well-fed with quality nutrition helps reduce the chance of injury. Believe you me, I'm, I'm serious here. As does doing strength work. You know, I love that too. Look after your body and it will look after you. Lastly, mistake number 10, goal fitness. Many runners base their workout paces on the fitness they are aiming for. Talked about this a bit with Matt Fitzgerald, remember? Or the time goal of the race they are preparing for. This is like me buying a Porsche now in the hope that one day I'll be rich enough to afford it. I probably won't, sadly. Workout paces should challenge your current fitness, not destroy it. It comes back uh, once again to mistake number one, running your workouts too fast. Athletes will end up overtrained, possibly injured and most likely burnt out. Not a recipe for race success. So there you have it, 10 mistakes that runners often make. Have a think about how you train and be honest with yourself about whether you sometimes fall into trap into the trap of doing these things. Look, we've all been there, me too. Um, and, and often we don't even realise we are. So let this podcast be a wake-up call for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it was informative and you got a lot out of it. DM me or comment or whatever, let me know. Now, if you're interested in coaching, email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au. Don't forget to follow me on socials, Insta or Facebook, Peak Endurance Coaching, or you can follow me personally, Isabel Ross with an O, if you want to get on my email list, and I do recommend it, <clears throat> if you want to get interesting newsletters with exercises, recipes and articles, you know, just general things, head to my website, peakendurancecoaching.com.au and um, sign up there. Also, I have my live event coming up on the 12th of July, where I will be working with you to help you develop the mental skills and mindset to get you through the tough runs, seasons and races. This could be a real game changer for you as the mental game is huge in ultra running. What's the saying? It's 80% mental and the rest is in your head or 90% mental and the rest is in your head. Head to the website or check out the show notes for the link and go on over and register. It's only $35 and includes time for a cuppa and a chat at the end. I really hope to see you there. Please do me a solid and hit the subscribe button on your preferred podcast platform. A review would be mighty helpful and kind of you too. I love your support and I just love reading them. <laughs> Wherever you are in the world, have an awesome day or evening or night and make sure that you have fun out there on the roads and trails. Catch you soon. Make sure you say hi.